This is a presentation of the Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion, a Monkeys podcast. Well, you know, Al, it is always great to find when somebody that was actually involved in the production of the Monkeys TV show uh, is available for us to talk to, but neither you or I had any idea that the lady we're about to welcome into the family is already part of the family because she's a member of the, the podcast group, and it just blew me away when I finally realized who she was. <laughs> so what it is, ladies and gents, is, you know, we have talked to some great people over the three years we've done this where they've been able to give us first-person uh, perspectives on this. And one of the great things that now we appreciate even more being older, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to appreciate it as an eight-year-old or a six-year or seven-year-old when I'm watching this the first time around, was the bevy of beautiful women that were brought onto the show every now and then uh, by the casting department. Of course, you all know and have heard from uh, our friend Valerie Kiras Vinay, who is an amazing storyteller. And then we happened to stumble upon our next guest. So we are thrilled to welcome and introduce to you guys, if you don't already know her, uh, one of the Monkeys girls that appeared throughout the first season. She was in a total of nine episodes. And we are absolutely stoked to say hello to our new friend, Roxanne Alby. Roxanne, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being a fan, and we are honored to have you here. Well, thank you. That was <laughs> that was a fantastic introduction. I am thrilled to be here. Always love to talk to the fans and talk to people that are interested in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm, I don't think we ever find out, how did you come across our group, our podcast group? Um, Facebook. Ah, see, we actually were, I, I, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Al, we're reaching people. We're actually reaching people. <laughs> hey, now. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So. We have a member of um, the uh, the Brady Bunch. We have uh, most of the new monkeys. Hey. And Valerie is a member as well. So right, you know, it's, right. it's really cool. So, all right. Um, so. Before we get into the show itself, I, I did a little digging on you, and I was curious to find out: how, Did you do any act? How'd you get the acting bug? Did you do any acting in high school or college? You know, my mom was an actress mm -hmm. on the German State Theater, mm -hmm. and uh, that you know ended with the war. And I think it was always her life dream to be an, an actress, and so she kind of gave me that gene. But I, I basically, as a child, was dance. It was ballet. And, um, and then uh, once we moved back, I lived most of my life in Germany. My dad was stationed over there. And when we uh, got stationed in New York, I started modeling. And that was the beginning. I was 13. Uh, modeling in, in New York City. And then um, we moved to his last station, my dad's last station when he retired, was California. And that was the beginning. So um, in high school, I started working when I was in high school. So I, I, I really couldn't do, I did one play. I was in the Crucible. It couldn't have been a more boring play. <laughs> <for me. laughs> no, biblical plays are never boring. Come on. 
Right, and uh, so the crucible, and and uh, that that you know was, you know that really kind of turned me off stage work, but I love being in front of a camera, mm-hmm. and that that you know when that started that was that was fantastic, and I actually, um, I actually got into the union by lying about my age back in those days they couldn't check up on you and so when i got in the union when i started working on the monkeys i was only 17 wow Mm. all right i'll let you have the next one it's kind of of weird to think the monkeys themselves like davy was only what two years older three years older oh yeah we were all team we were like a bunch of happy teenagers we had the best thing going it was, it was, it, you know, it was like going, going to work was like going to a party. And it, and it looked that way too. It came across on the screen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, we had fun. I think that's why it was such a success right from the get-go, mm-hmm. is because kids could relate. Absolutely. Well, your first acting job was in none other than the Elvis movie Spin Out. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. How did you land that role, and did you have any interactions with uh, Elvis during the time you were on the set? What was he like? He was um, a consummate gentleman. If I tell you, it was yes, ma'am, no, sir. He was so polite and so down to earth. You wouldn't have known he was the king, you know, if you just met him to talk to him or if just talked to him on the phone. I mean, you would never know who he was. He was... He was just fabulous to work with, and uh, the the spin out spin out was a cattle call, and they asked for dancers, and oh, we came in and we did a a number. <laughs> they did the playback and we danced, and they said, "Okay, you, 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 and you, stay," and that was it. Wow! And I was, I was... wearing. I want to hear a funny story. Yes. The outfit that I'm wearing. In that shot, uh, in Spin Out, was a Sonny and Cher original. Wow. Oh, wow. I was, I was myself and Lisa Stoloff, we were the models for Sonny and Cher's clothes. Sonny had the vests, the fur vests and things like that, and Cher had the bell-bottom daisy print um, crop top outfits with all the lace and all of that, and that was... That I got to keep those outfits because we did a bunch of the um, the dance shows. Wow, and, uh, that's awesome. Uh, um, yeah, so that I, I don't know whether it was my dancing or my outfit that got me the job. <laughs> I was I was good but, friends with the uh, the late Yvonne Craig, and she worked with Elvis, and she said the exact same thing: perfect gentleman, professional. Yeah. Yeah, at one point, he, um, uh, one of his guys came over to me. I can't remember his name, but one of his guys came over and said, Hey, you want to go to the Red Velvet tonight? We're, we're, we're all going to go hang out. You know, Elvis wanted to know if you wanted to come. And I said, Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Elvis wanted me to come. Right. Mm-hmm. And I didn't go. Oh. You laugh. I'm crying all the way, but, yeah, you laugh. I I thought it was just him, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. one of one of Elvis's guys wanting to take me out, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize it. The next day, Elvis came over and he said, "What happened last night? How come you didn't come?" Oops. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Oh, yes. the, the places you'll go and young. the stories you could tell. So it's like. <laughs> I was young. You know, I don't, what did I know? Uh, We've all got those um, stories. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll talk about but that out, was it. We'll talk about you and outfits in, in, in a couple of minutes. It's like, it's like I went back and watched uh, Too Many Girls again. So like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, it was a cute outfit you were wearing in in, in that particular episode. And yes, I know that was that was a fabulous day on the set. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you go in, you're 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 like a star. They're dressing you, they're doing your makeup, your hair, everything's okay. perfect, you know. And, and uh, uh, yeah, what a great day that was. So I got to be mm-hmm. I got to be a star. Well, you know, it's it, it, the fact that they didn't give you any lines doesn't justify you know that. that they missed the boat, so it's like. But um, I want to go take you back. Yeah, How? Valerie got all the lines. <laughs> That's true. You know, but but you know, like I say, I think. Well, the, no, I take that back because she was in. She was in some like it, lukewarm, and you actually appeared in one second season episode in a flashback from uh, Too Many Girls. So, so you can right. actually you it can actually say you were. Yep, yeah, you can actually say you were in two episodes. You were in both seasons, like Valerie. So, but. Take us back ah, as true. Take us back as to how you came to be one of the monkeys girls. It was well, I how do I explain it? I got a call from Central said, I uh, got a night job. Do you mind working at night?" And I said, "No." And they said, "Okay, it's at the Columbia Ranch. Uh just dress warm cuz it's raining." And uh we're, you know, making crosses and backwards and forwards. I've looked at the pilot several times i'm not in the pilot i never got seen in the pilot but i met mickey dolan's now wait a minute it was it was wait 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 don't spoil any don't don't spoil anything just yet don't spoil anything just yet okay (laughs) we gotta we gotta we gotta tease them we gotta tease them to make them stay for the whole interview you know so okay (laughs) but yeah but, I mean, at that time, the buzz on set was, oh, yeah, you know, one of the guys was Circus Boy. And I was like, Circus Boy? Oh, my God. Circus Boy was, you know, one of my mm-hmm. idols when I was a little, little girl. Mm-hmm. When, you know, I mean, he was on television. And, and you know, we'd moved here from, from Germany. We didn't have TV in Germany when we came to the States. Mm-hmm. I'm dating myself. Yes, but um, yeah. Uh, uh, so I was already like, like stars in my eyes, over <laughs> over, you know, Circus Boy. Mm-hmm. Had no idea who Mickey Dolenz was, but Circus Boy I knew, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that was the beginning, and then you know, like from then on, whenever they had a dance party or they had girls on the set, that I got the call. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, well, I there know. was never any sort of formal announcement about it. It was just uh, mm-hmm. uh, they liked me, I guess. Well, I know we we know that there's we know that there's you. We know that there's Valerie and uh, Jan uh, Freeman now Steele that we right. did. You know, were there any? I, I'm trying to remember if there were any others than you three that were there all the time. That were. Um. Amongst the girl girls, it was there was Valerie Romero, mm-hmm. who uh, 
who became Valerie Kelly, mm-hmm. and then uh, Barnetta Fowler. I remember Barnetta and I were friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, and then Sherry Alberoni was a big star mm-hmm. at that point. But Sherry and I, Sherry and I clicked mm-hmm. uh, when she was working on Chaperone, and we became friends. Um, outside of the monkeys, I mean, mm. she was only on the one show, you yeah. know. But after we became friends, and she had that pink Corvette. Oh my God, <laughs> the two of us, <laughs> the oh, two wow. of us in the pink Corvette on Sunset. Yeah, it was that was fun. I lived I lived out in Gardena, which was about thirty minutes away from downtown hollywood mm-hmm. so you know sherry had picked me up and we'd go to hollywood and and cruise the boulevard and do what girls do when they have a cute car and time on their hands <laughs> well oh, i but, look at it this i look yeah, at it this way you know the girl the the girls that were hired for the lead parts they only got to spend one episode there you guys got them more often so that yeah you know, oh yeah i mean we were there every week mm-hmm you know, every week, if there there was always there was always a musical number, mm-hmm. so there was always somebody dancing, and that's how we had our that was our regular gig. Mm-hmm. You know, I I just uh, the most fabulous time for a teenager, you know, to be on the number one music show. Of course, at that time, the season one, we didn't know, we didn't know it was going to be as uh, as big a hit as it became mm-hmm. when did you think you did know at what point um i don't know i think i guess when we saw the first results when we when we saw the first show on the air oh yeah we'll talk about how being on the set with the guys when the mania started to take off as it got bigger how did that change things and how was it felt with all the, the the cast and the crew and everybody, um, I think we were all thrilled to be to be together on that. I think it was it. You know, it's like when you have a big success as a group, it, it it's contagious. And I wasn't on the second season, so I don't know how you know how the boys changed at that point. Um, because I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't work then. Um, and there's a reason why I didn't get called back. Mm. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. You're pausing. There's a pregnant pause. Did you get called to the principal's office? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. That that the 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 story. That you 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 were teasing people to keep you know stay there it was when I met Mickey Dolans mm-hmm. on the pilot that first night, and he sauntered over and he said, "Want to go have a burger at Bob's Big Boy after we're done?" <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know I I stuttered like I'm stuttering now, and I, uh, you know, circus boy wants to take me for a burger. Fabulous! <laughs> you know, <laughs> what could be better? And I think that that was a big reason why I was on the show. Mm-hmm. Well, it and just, they kept bringing me back. Yeah. Well, uh, being being uh, 
addled with a with a mind that just fogs over every now and then. It just clicked why I think I understand why you didn't come back on the second, why you were never asked back on the second season. So I I've got a pretty good idea. Well, but, so. well, they they went to England mm-hmm. on the tour. Yep. And Mickey met Sammy. Yep. 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 So. And but, that was you know. He came back with Sammy, mm-hmm. and I never came back. <laughs> so, and I, I didn't like her for a long time, and and then I met her, mm-hmm. and she and I became really, really close friends. Well, I suppose and, you should. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. I, you know, I mean, we, through, I mean, until the day she died, we were mm-hmm. friends. Well, I suppose we've teased everybody long enough. You go because I don't know how many of the fans know this because I didn't. When you told me, my jaw dropped. So go 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 ahead and tell everybody that may not know. After that burger at Bob's Big Boy, uh, what happened? I was Mickey's girl. Isn't that a song? I was Mickey's girl. Yeah, <laughs> that's the song, but not not Mickey's song. <laughs> oh. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. One yeah. of the very first scoops I think we've ever broken on here. <laughs> yeah, no, we were we were an item. I mean, the boys were working honestly all day long on the set, all night long in the studio. They were backwards and forwards. They they didn't have time to socialize. The socializing mm-hmm. we did was on set. Sure. Right. You know, the best days were when the monkey mobile was there and we'd go to lunch. Mm-hmm. We'd go to Tiny Nailers on Sunset and I got to go in the car with them and, and take pictures and you know, um it was that was the most fun that we had. Wow. But um yeah, no, they um you know, they were busy all the time. So mm-hmm. You know, and I was lucky because I had Mickey all to myself. That is that is one awesome revelation. I love that. That that is so cool that you were you know you were able to get close to him. That's you know you are you are one of a very select few women in the world. Well, you, there were three wives. You know, I understand, so. but like I say you you know it's like you've got your own little group there. There's just <laughs> the three wives and you so. That's that, that's that's yeah, pretty good company. I got pretty, lucky. That's pretty good company to be in. So, now you know you. Oh yeah. You mentioned not coming back in the second season. It's funny how they didn't really use the quote unquote monkeys girls. Every time you had a group, it seemed like a different grouping of uh, female actresses for that purpose in the second season. That's possible. I you know like I said I was on to working on I went. On to work on Room 222, and um, I was on Mannix. I did uh, commercials. I was the Dippity Do Girl, you know, with the, really? the Mod Rods. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, and so I, you know, I went on doing that. Uh, I was sad that I wasn't on the show. Yeah. But I, I, I knew. I knew why it was. You know. I, I, I'm sure they, they figured, okay, well, she was Mickey's girl, and now he's got Samantha, and Samantha's mm-hmm. likely to come on set, and, you know, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah. And yes. so I, I just wasn't on the show anymore. Yeah. Well, we all know that, and 
you being a part of that first season, we all know how much fun it was. Is there anything that you remember as a hilarious, you know, just fall on the floor laughing episode or any uh, situation like that that you can uh, remember and share with us? Because I've always been curious. Um, yeah, I, I remember, I mean, the, the um, too many girls that that day on the set um those days on the set and they brought in the photographer and they had us do pictures and i got that famous picture of me on the piano with mickey playing mm-hmm. um anytime i had a special deal we got all those publicity pictures and that was that you know that was fun um the boys were always pranking i'll never forget the day they came they all had those motorcycles, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, one day, we're just hanging out, whatever, you know, waiting to, to start shooting, and all of a sudden, they come into the set. This would never happen today, safety-wise, but they came in on their motorcycles, riding around and around the set. Oh. Yeah, insurance you know, today would I plant mean, right down on that. Oh, the union, uh, the union yes. would never permit that, you know. But they got away with a lot of stuff. They got a, they they got away with a lot of different stuff and a lot of ad living. A lot of the funniest moments on set were when they went off cat off te- off script. Sorry. Right. Interesting. Now, how much location shooting did you do? Because I've got a uh, um, a, a 1967 issue of Hullabaloo that has a lot of pictures between takes uh, on a beach. You know, you guys are playing volleyball. You guys, mm-hmm. I think it's from the uh, the Bobby Sherman episode. Yeah, monkeys right. In, the monkeys, yeah. monkeys in the movies. Yeah, thank. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was fun. That was in Malibu. Right. Uh, near near Paradise Cove, and yeah, that was a fun day. Hmm. I actually always wanted the, yeah. the I actually always wanted the windbreaker that Mickey was wearing that day, the blue one with the red stripe down the side. That was pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I always but, thought it was funny. Mickey makes a comment at the beginning of that episode. They're on the beach and they're watching the, the shooting, the filming, and he goes, "Oh, it's Hollywood. Look at that bush. It's a fake bush. Look at that rock. It's a fake rock. Look at that girl. Oh yeah. Now, back then, yeah. back, back then the joke was that girl's not fake. Now come go forward twenty years later, and that joke takes on a whole different meaning." 20 years later, yeah. that joke takes on a different meaning. Very true. Yeah, it's interesting how comedy evolves over right. time. You know, Still things works. that were funny then aren't right. anymore, and things that, are, that weren't funny at all are suddenly hysterical. Exactly. There's no accounting for taste sometimes, you know? That's true. <laughs> You're up, Al. Okay, so you were in nine episodes total. You were in nine episodes of The Monkees. Do you have a favorite of those episodes and why? On the spot. I I think it's a tie. I think it's a tie between uh, The Monkees in the Movies and um, Too Many Girls. Hmm. I can see Um, that. You're hanging out with Davey and Bobby Sheen. Because I, yeah. Yeah, Bobby Sherman. Oh my God, another heartthrob of teenage girls. You know, mm-hmm. 
it's weird to think in just a few years you would kind of supplant the monkeys. Pardon? Nobody knew back then. Yeah, he, it would seem. Oh, as, I know. Yeah, Bobby would become the teen oh, idol, and Davy would have. Davy had kind of just faded into the background. So. Who right. Knew? Right. But, Who knew? But I, I kind of, I kind of agree with you. I, what uh, too many girls is one of my favorites. Although, I, for the life of me, I, I will never understand NBC's powers that be. But you know, that's just the way it. <laughs> when it came to that episode, but. You know, the the fact that you know you got to see the guys do something a little bit different. You know, the great the, the astonishing Pietro, uh, Billy Roy Hofstetter, and of course Lox, uh, Loxley Mendoza. Right. <laughs> Take yeah. my wife, please. Hmm. Great stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you have to be careful, Roxanne. Uh, I when we interviewed Ron Masak, the guy that was uh, the count in the monstrous monkey mash. He and I were ad living, mm-hmm. going back and forth, doing dialect, doing voices, and everything. I, uh, I'm surprised he didn't hang up on me. <laughs> oh, actors and voice people and westerns and all that good stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Fun. So right. now it was fun. It was fun to do. It was fun mm-hmm. to be on that set. Mm-hmm. I think now, the first season, the first season was what cemented the family. Like the same faces, you're with the same people every day. You know where you're going. It was just, uh, it was so comfortable. It was so easy to do that. And of course, dancing. You mm-hmm. know. Valerie said much. The same. Um, yes. Valerie. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Valerie said much the same. Just that feeling of family and that feeling of uh, this is our gang and, and the feeling of comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everybody cared about everybody. There was there was no backstabbing or I you hear so much now about oh the feud behind the scenes and all of that going on with shows and there was none of that. Mhm. Excellent. There was none of that on our set. I mean, people I mean, I do think that maybe the girls were a little jealous of me sometimes um because I, you know, because I was Mickey's girl, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, true. Uh, hey, would wouldn't surprise me a bit because that'll never change. That 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 that's consistent throughout time. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. always somebody's always gonna hate. <laughs> and you know, with Mickey as your boyfriend, if he couldn't see you for long stretches of time, you knew yes, he's filming all day and recording all night. He, re- you know, where he is. He's not making something up. You know. Exactly. Exactly. But it was a it was a, it was a heartbreak when he went to London. That was mm-hmm. yeah, I can imagine. That was sad. But um, we all know that the hearts heal, and I want to kind of delve into the the other connection that you have with the monkeys, and that was your late husband uh, Brendan Cahill. Yes. Um, how did you guys meet? You know, it's funny because he says we met. My my brother, my younger brother, was an actor too, and he was cast on the Kool Aid commercial in the desert. Oh. And I went with him to Palm Springs to the desert mm-hmm. uh, to shoot this Kool Aid commercial, and uh, you know, of course Mickey was there and and mm-hmm. and all the guys, but um, Brendan was there. 
And he says, we met then. I don't remember because, you know, of course, at that point, my eyes were there for Mickey. That was it, you know. I didn't see anybody else. But Mm -hmm. I was working on Partridge Family, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was an episode where David was getting in trouble for too many girls again. Um, And he, he was, I was a girl walking down the street, and he throwing newspapers he's got a paper paper route and of course mm-hmm. he's looking at me and breaking windows you oh, know yes. and so that was that was on that set and brendan was the music director on that show mm-hmm. that's right that's right now and he uh, well, and he asked me out and um a, a wise man he was a wise man he was <laughs> it was you know what it was really close to christmas and i was supposed to go mm-hmm. christmas i was supposed to go christmas tree shopping with my mom mm-hmm. and i said do you mind can i got you know i'm i have a date yeah okay and uh so i got ready and you know was ready and um he never showed up hmm. and i was I, I, you know, I wasn't going to answer the phone. I wasn't going to speak to him. I actually, I had a roommate, and we each had our own phone. So um, this is before the days of our lovely cell phones. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, and she had a falling out with her boyfriend, so she was going to answer my phone, and I was going to answer mine, hers. Mm-hmm. And, and so that neither one of us had to talk to either one of these voice and Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, that'll teach him uh, so i answered her phone he called her phone Ooh, sneaky and and yeah so he caught me and i and i said no i said i i no uh -uh. i'm i'm sorry you stood me up and she said i'm so sorry he said i'm so sorry i was so tired i fell asleep and i you know i i and i woke up at like two in the morning and i knew it was too late to call you and like that so um for, for, just a second let me see. sure but yeah while you're doing that for for the people who for the people who don't really know who brendan is brendan was in charge of the music for the last production is a group 33 and a third revolutions per monkey which we have discussed recently in the past um, he was also, if I remember correctly, the tour he was the tour coordinator for the '69 tour, the last tour that the three of them had together. So mm-hmm. he was involved right. at the tail end of the project. So right, yeah. So um, at any rate, I did eventually go out with him. I had worked on a, I did a, a commercial, and we were working on a, on a lake. In the dark, in the rain. It was simulated rain, but it was wet. We were wetter than wet. Um, it was a certs commercial. And um, I got sick. So when I was supposed to um, have this date with him, I, I was sick. I had, to, I had to tell him no. I'm sorry, my dogs are going crazy. Somebody's jogging. Would you believe I had, I had an earlier podcast commitment and I had to run to the other room because my dog started barking and I took my <laughs> laptop and hid myself away to finish the uh, the little interview uh-huh. so I feel your pain yeah. I feel pain so. yeah at any rate, so he uh, he called and said, Kenya, and I said, no, I'm sorry, I'm sick. And he said, well, can I get you anything? 
Brendan's English. He, he mm-hmm. you know, with his that that was very attractive to me in those days. Some the English accent. And the, mm-hmm. Oh, can I bring you anything? Or, or what, what would you like? I'd get anything for you. And I'm like, okay, I'll tell you what. And I thought, okay, I'm going to give him this uh, uh, outrageous list of things that I want. I said, I want chicken soup. I want a bottle of Asti Spumanti. I would like <laughs> a bouquet of tulips. And I, I gave him this list. Do you know he showed up with everything on the list? Oh, well. So that's I said, a, that's okay, a, That's fine. a man that wants to make an impression. Uh, definitely a man that wants to make an impression. Yeah, he was determined. And then when we did finally go out, out. Um, he took me out. We went to, um, oh, God, I can't remember the name of that restaurant. This big seafood restaurant was owned by the Flying Tigers Airlines. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was whining and dining me. We had oysters and the whole nine yards. You know, me at, I guess I was, what, 19 at the time? And mm-hmm. um, and uh, he said, okay, he said, um, do, do you mind? He said, I need to pop by my house and I said oh really and he said yes well there's a party going on my friend is leaving town and it's a going away party and I must stop in and say hello to everyone I said oh good okay fine (laughs) you know that's fine if there's a party going on fine and we did and he was he had a party happening at his house but he had, wow. you know, made arrangements to take me out, so he wasn't about to stand me up again. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that that's was the I, beginning of that. You've got to love that about the British. They just never give up, do they? Stiff upper lip. Yes, yeah, stiff upper lip and all that. <laughs> now, yeah. I want to I ask about, I, I want to move ahead because I want to find out, I'm, I'm, I realized in looking at something that, the last credit that you have listed on IMDb is a movie that you did. You also were, were with. You mentioned Sherry Alboni uh, earlier uh, from The Chaperone, and mm-hmm. then you guys were in, you guys were in a movie together in the mid seventies. Yeah, Sisters of Death. <laughs> well, I wasn't. I, I wasn't going to. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to bring up the. I wasn't going to bring up Hot Rods to Hell, so I promised not to bring that one up. So. <laughs> that was a yeah, that was a good one too. Um, mm-hmm. Sisters now, of Death we've was. All, we've all seen Mickey's early '70s filmography, so let's not be so quick to judge. <laughs> yeah, oh, Sisters of Death was Sherry Alberoni um, was in that. Um, Sherry Bochet, who was married to George Pappard. In after that, um, Claudia Jennings, if you remember, do you know Cla- who she is? She was, she was a Playboy. A pen- uh, yeah, no, was it Playboy yeah. or Penthouse? I'm I think it was Playboy. She was a Playmate of the Year. She dated Hef for a while. I think right. it was 1970, maybe she was Playmate of the Year. She did. Right. And um, she dated Bobby Hart. Mm-hmm. She was Bobby Hart's girlfriend. See how it all ties together? Yes. Yeah, it, I know. Like I mean, David, there are so many things, so many uh, ways that we, we are connected. It's uh, it's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Sisters of Death, we were all murdered in that, um, except mm-hmm. for Claudia. Claudia was one of the culprits. But, 
Yeah, Joey Tata was in that. He he's mm-hmm. passed away now. He was, Joey Tata was the guy who had the malt shop in nine zero two one zero. After, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and the, the yeah. one, the one other than Claudia, the one name I recognized was Arthur France. He was a, he he did some B westerns, he did some sci fi schlocks. So <laughs> I, being being yeah. a, a, an old an old B moving guy, yeah, I recognize that name. So that you know it was yeah it, it was it, it was a drive in movie I can see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that was a strange that was a strange mm-hmm. movie. I got mm-hmm. killed like Luca Brasi was strangled. <laughs> Oh joy! <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. So, so was there? Um, yeah. I, did Did you decide that you just didn't want to act anymore or dance anymore at a certain point, or you know, what did you do after no, you decided not no. to left the business? After I got married, my husband didn't want me working. Uh-huh. That was he stopped. He stopped everything. My children, both of my girls worked. They were in the in mm-hmm. the industry. They worked, did commercials. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, my my older daughter was she was the Kimby's baby, Kimby's diapers, which is no longer in business. But she was in mm-hmm. six ep- six different commercials for them. Wow. Um, so I stayed. I I I, I was then a stage mother. Mm-hmm. Knew all the pitfalls and everything, so I was a really good stage mother. But but um, they worked in the business. My brother was still in the business. He was mm-hmm. he was uh, the boy in um, Jeremiah Johnson, the saga of Jeremiah Johnson with Robert Redford. He was the boy in it that um, never spoke. He was. Um, oh okay. So Believe it or not, at, star. I think it was twelve. I think it was fourteen. I actually went to see that movie in the theater. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't follow it's, it very it's well, a, but it's like yeah. Yeah, there. Yeah. That's a now has quite a cult following that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, but he was Tom Sawyer. He played Tom Sawyer for the the movie for television that was mm-hmm. made for Universal. He was wow. Um, uh, the things when he was with Pat. They do Gaston in uh, mm-hmm. Miss Klein. We love you. He did a question of love. Um, uh, so I was still in the business. I was, uh, you know, I was still on set. And there was a time when um, shut up, <laughs> computer talks. Um, yeah, and 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 later in life, um, when 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 Amy Dolans was was working, I. Mm-hmm. With her chaperone, I used to take her to interviews and things. I mean, it's it's we're intertwined mm-hmm. um, because Sammy had her shop and Mickey was working, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, you know Amy needed a ride. So, uh, well, it's it's fact, funny you should Amy mention and, you, Amy and my girls. Yeah, go go ahead. Well, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I'm 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 weird on getting trying to you know speaking up at the wrong time. So I just. Tell me to shut up and keep going. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. That was that was fun too. Amy was adorable and fantastic, and uh, I was happy to help out. But that you know, there was a time when I lived with Samantha and Amy and Phyllis, her mom. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, we stayed friends. 
and that was after Mickey and Sammy were divorced. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Well, it, the reason I was going to, the reason I, I spoke up was you mentioned Amy. It, it's it's very interesting. Again, going back to all the inter, the interconnection and everything. The third person who works with us, Jody Ritson, who works directly with Mickey and and Mike both, she's been doing some Facebook Live interviews since she's recuperated I from the surgery. I saw that. And, and Amy was Amy was her guest last or earlier in the week, I think. So right, I, I, yeah, I, missed it, I saw so. that. I saw so. that little episode. That was fantastic. It's, I'm so happy to see Amy, and Amy's so happily married. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. just bummed that she lives in Canada and not here. I, true. I miss true. seeing her. I saw her at, um, where was it? Oh, can't think of the name of the theater. But she was in town for that last time I saw her. And we had such a good little conversation, hugs, and she said, you know, I miss my mom so much. And I said, yeah, I miss her too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, these girls are like, they're, they're, all of these kids are like my, my children, you know. I feel for sure. them. And sometimes people forget Amy had a very successful career, a long-lived career oh. in Hollywood, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. She did really well for herself. Yeah. Nice. Uh, well, you know, it's like you say, it, it's all in her time. Yeah, she's, what is it? Oh, Lord, she's so crazy. I forget because. Out of control. I, I, out of, she's out of control, yeah. Because yeah. I, I never got to see that yeah. movie. I was, mar- I was married at the time, and my ex would never allow me to see, my ex wouldn't allow me to go see that movie at the time, so. She didn't understand, but right. that's Mickey's daughter, and she's a babe. No, I'm kidding, so it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I did not say no, she. I did not say cute. that. To, she was. Yeah, and she was on General Hospital for a while too. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but that was a soap opera. I don't know if you guys watch soap operas. Mm. I actually, I actually used to, a long time ago, but you know, once they got to the Luke and Laura stuff where it got really weird, I just went okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Al, what you got? Uh, which question are we on? We're kind of mixing things up At, here. I know. Uh, did you get that text I just sent you? Uh, let me, look. me send it. No, I just I sent I sent Al a text because there's something I I tend to be a little bit more dominant. I I, tr- I tried not to take over the interviews, so. I, but there's one thing I wanted him to ask about since he hasn't, you know, since he's uh, been yeah. okay. yeah. kind enough to allow me, kind enough to allow me to, to guide it. So there is a wonderful photo of you um, backstage at the Greek Theater with Valerie and Peter. Do you yeah. have any memories of that? Yeah, uh, that was at the Greek Theater. We, um, it's funny because Davy was always. And when they were on tour, Davey would always make sure when they were in town that we all had tickets. Oh. That that picture is Jan Freeman and and um, Valerie and me and and Peter and you know Peter was really shy. We had all ac- we always had all access passes, and we had gone into the meet and greet party after the concert at that time it wasn't called a meet and greet it was just the party they would throw for the people that they'd gotten tickets for kind of 
Right. And um, I, I saw Samantha, and I, you know, made the rounds of everybody, and Mike came in, and I was like, where's Peter? Where's Peter? Oh, no, Peter's not coming. Peter never comes down. And I was like, oh. And I said, come on, let's go find him. And so we went backstage, and we went from dressing room to dressing room. There's a lot of dressing rooms there. <laughs> and we went from dressing room to dressing room until we found him. And we made him take pictures. And um, it was so good to see him. I ran into Peter years before that, um, after the monkeys was over and there was nothing happening. And Peter was the piano teacher at my daughter's school in Santa Monica. Oh, wow. So that'd be about 77. And it was like, yeah. I thought, oh, my God, Peter. That's when he lived in Venice. And... Um, and my daughter was at PS1 in Santa Monica, and he was he was the piano teacher. I couldn't believe my eyes, and it was like you know, it's like running into your brother. Hi, how are you? What are you doing? You're teaching? Oh, that's good. He he was always musical. It was always the music with him. It was that and classical and and you know, he played so many instruments and. Um, uh, he he was the most um, esoteric musical guy of the four of them. I think Mickey. I find is I feel Mickey's the most talented mm. in 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 a lot of different ways. Right. I mean, his singing, his acting, his the choreography, his body language, everything, everything to do with music and and you know he's got all of those talents from a very young age um mike mike is mike's deep yeah mike is very deep he's and and philosophical and and um he's very talented he's very talented songwriter Mm -hmm. um i think of all of them he's he's probably the best songwriter of the four uh, and Davy, uh, what do you? How do you encompass the the talent of Davy? I mean, he just had that charisma. He was an ultimate performer. I, I, I'm so sad that he's gone already. Yes. And last last time I saw him um, was uh, he was at one of the conventions. And he was telling me about uh, the. He was so excited about his daughter's wedding coming up. He was rebuilding that church into a museum, and he had, mm-hmm. he told me about how oh we we took the roof off of it. And he said, you know, I'm lying there in bed, and he said, he said, oh my my body's just aching, and I'm thinking, oh my God, what's going on? Am I having am I am I having a heart attack? Should I call somebody? What should I do? And he said, and then I realized it was from all the exercise, from lifting and carrying all those, those roofs, those uh, pieces of the roof. And he said that all had to be moved by hand. And um, and you know, two months later, I think he was gone. Yeah. And it was his heart. It was his heart. And and the funny thing was, he said he'd been he'd had a physical before they went on tour. And they said, oh, you're as healthy as a horse. You can do, you know, because they do a lot of dancing, running back and forth on the stage. And they were active at that point. 
And, uh, yeah, you're good to go. You can do whatever you want. Well, from what I, from what I read, it was almost like your refrigerator stops working and you have all these people come out and the refrigerator is fine, but they're not checking the connections and the tubes and the, all those things. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. And that's the shame of it was he was an incredibly healthy guy. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, I, I I don't even know. I don't know if he was. I think he might have even already been vegetarian by that time. Yeah. But mm-hmm. always very focused on health and and staying well. He had a very well, young yeah. wife. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know. Very young. I, and, so. I, and I don't mean to make I, I don't mean to make light of this, but it, leave it to Davy to die on leap day. You know that that was just the perfect the perfect oh, if he yeah. was going to go that if he was going to go that was the perfect mm-hmm. day for him to go. So it's like it'd be in the news. Yeah. So, but you know he yeah. and, and you mentioned you mentioned that it was the same thing with with Michael uh, back in because we interviewed him back at the end of 2017 when he was getting ready to go out on the road with the first national band for the first time and he was fine and he, we I even asked him about what he was doing to work out to get in to to, to prepare for it. And there we find out five, six months later, he's having to have quadruple bypass and, and, and a valve replacement. So it's like, I know, you just never I know. know. What a so. shock that was. Oh, yes. But you I know. mean, my oh. my heart stopped when I heard that. Oh, yeah. Can, mm-hmm. Tours canceled. But, you know, oh, my God. Couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. Thank but. God he survived that. Mm. Yeah. He and, you know, well. He he's doing. I think he is as happy as I've ever seen him, based on the the, the uh, Facebook interactions and talking to him at the. I I really think these these conventions, these comic book conventions or whatever that that he goes to, I think those energize him as well because he gets all this this wonderful positive energy for people that just want to talk to him. He's, he he and Mickey were telling me that they don't ask questions anymore. They just tell him you know they 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 want to know how. It, or they they tell, talk about the impact that they've had on their lives. So yes, yes, and that's that's, that's always something when you hear, you know, the my my childhood was such and so, but just I lived for watching that show. It's funny <laughs> when the monkeys came back on MTV. There was mm-hmm. a revival, and I think that was when was that the end. The 80s? 86. Yeah. Okay. When that was on MTV and we were at a party. I was married to Brendan then. We were at a party and I had a young girl come up to me and she said, I recognize you. You were on the monkeys. And I was blown away. Because, you know, I'm a grown woman now. I'm not that girl that's jumping around in the, in the party. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. how did you recognize my face in the middle of a sea of people at a party from watching a television show that was filmed in the 60s, you know? It's amazing. But, yeah, no, it pumps you up. It mm-hmm. pumps you up. Well, Roxanne, it has been an absolute joy to hang out with you for this little time and we are uh, I don't know about Al but I'm glad that you're part of the group Al, Al said Al, Al, Al said that he was partial to Jan I'm partial to you so it's like yeah so. oh okay <laughs> well but Jan's lived ahead, an interesting life too 
Well, like I say, I've emailed her, and hopefully we will hear back from her and get her on as well. But uh, Roxanne Alby, uh, member of the Monkeys Girls, member of the Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion Facebook page group, and fan of ours. We are fan. We we are. Go ahead, Al. We should stage a Monkeys Girls reunion. That would be fantastic. In this day of Zoom and everyone conferencing as a group. That would be amazing. I think that would be fantastic. Roxanne, you also reminded me of something else I thought of recently that I wanted to run by Alan, which is I wonder how we could track down people, and you know they're out there, that had Peter as a teacher in the late 70s. Oh, that would be interesting, yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. So, all right, well, I will, please, I will make a note of that and see what we can do. Like I say, I'm I'm still, I will say this much. Yeah, the the one guy, the one person that we've tried to find that nobody seemed to know where he's at was Monty Landis, and I finally tracked down an address and I sent him a letter to him last week. So written we'll see letter. If we can written, yeah. So what's the only way to get a hold of him? He's he's not living in Palm Springs anymore. He lived in Palm Springs for many years, but he's he's back in California now. So, but mm, we're trying, okay. ladies and gents. We we're trying to find the people out there. But Roxanne, thank you so very much for for yes. hanging out with us and, and reliving some of your memories with us and sharing that wonderful breaking news that I, I'll be interested to see how many people actually knew. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, but, thank you so much for having me on. I'm starting uh, at this late age. I I joined, got my Screen Actors Guild card back, and I'm looking for uh, representation now. So, but now. We're quarantined, so I can't have to stop and wait. But that's well, my new thing. Well, I, we wish you the very, we wish you the very best of luck, and do stay safe out there. And Roxanne Alby, thank you so very much for your time. We love you, and we're we're blessed to have you as part of the the podcast family. Thank you so much. It was such a good time. I love this little stroll down memory lane. It was wonderful. Boy, thank, thank you. you. We're glad. Thanks very much, Roxanne. Take care of yourself. Al, I'll call you on uh, sale in a minute. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay, thank you.